Sports Talk, I'm Dylan. This is John. We were just having a dance party up in here. Oh boy, NFL Draft for all virtual. That's going to be very interesting to see how that works and executes. Yeah, there's, you know, no no going up to Goodell, no handshakes, no jerseys, none of that. So it's going to be interesting, but I just want to fast forward to Thursday and get it going. Man, I would obviously no no fans can boom this year, so I don't know how we're gonna do, how I'm gonna <laughs> be able to watch it on TV. But I would love to see people the boom. I'll be booing. Oh, I will be too. I'll be yelling and booing. It's, like, oh come on! What are you doing? It's you stupid dolphins. <laughs> it's interesting though. Like the NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy told reporters that the league will have the ability to pause the draft and stop the clock at any point if a team experiences technical difficulties. That's, I don't know how it's going to work. Somehow there's going to be a loophole. I know there's certain rules where they can't, like, talk to teams about trades and the time clock is stopped. But I don't know how it's going to work for all know, what, teams. What's against them just saying, oh, we're having technical difficulties when they need more time? Oh, is this another Patriots scandal? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It would be really interesting to see because – an all virtual draft. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it at all. I mean, like you, like you said, there's got to be some other things in place to where, you know, by the time if teams are going to make trades for, for picks and spots and all that stuff, that it can't come in after their, their average time or whatever their allotted time was. It can't come in after that fact. But if they're, ha- if they're having technical difficulties with communicating with the draft then they could be having technical difficulties communicating with the other teams. And so, yeah, so yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. They're just going to have to make it work, and it's going to be one of those things to where, you know, you better have a couple options on the table for every pick because, you know, it's just what you got to be ready to go. So they're just going to make it work, but hopefully it goes without any hitches or anything so that there isn't any teams that get screwed over by it, but we'll see. Shocker. In quotes, Joe Burrow going first overall. Oh, geez, I could have told you that months ago. Because Bengals can't outright say, we are going to draft Joe Burrow. There's, I know there's some type of league tampering on league rules, so they can't say that. But they're going to draft Joe Burrow. And that's, I think that's unanimous. If you go on everybody's draft board, everybody's got Joe Burrow number one. Well, look at the history. And guess what? I got Joe Burrow number one. <laughs> Duh. Like, look, any, you're either a high school trucker winning quarterback, you win the championship, or both, you go usually to the worst team possible. Only the only exception I could think of in the past couple of years was Johnny Manziel, twenty second overall in twenty fourteen. <clears throat> yeah. But the other question, though, where this is Andy Dolan, they could have released him at the start of the new league year, would have freed up about sixteen point seven million dollars, no dead cap. They could have used that in free agency to help weapons for their future quarterback, whoever that is, Joe Burrow. And <laughs> I just don't understand why they didn't do that. I mean, obviously, I don't know if Joe Burrow's going to start all 16 games. I mean, I'd rather have a different mentor at quarterback, but at some point, he's had experience. He's been in the playoffs. He hasn't guaranteed he hasn't won a single playoff game. It just doesn't make any sense financially unless there's something I'm not thinking of. But again, it's the Bengals GM. He hasn't necessarily done a lot of things smart in the draft or free agency. You franchise tag A.J. Green when he hasn't started all 16 games in three to four seasons. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense with Dalton. I mean, Burrow's going to be your starter. You've got... 
pieces that you need around him. You need some. You need to protect him, and you hold on to Dalton. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know what. He has 10 plus. I don't know what his cap is next year, but he's a backup quarterback now. Obviously not official until Thursday, but the 10, I don't know how much it is. It was 10 plus million dollars against the cap, however much it is. So it's 10 plus for a backup. Maybe he does start a few games to help mentor Jarrell to get him kind of adjusted to the new system, the new scheme, and whoever they draft to help support whoever the quarterback is, Joe Burrow. So I just don't understand, like, I don't understand, unless he's going to start a couple games, do similar to Ryan Fitzpatrick in the sense of starting a certain amount of games. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know it's sound repetitive, but can you think of a logical way why they would keep Andy Dalton? I'm not saying he's a bust in the NFL, but as a backup, 10 plus million dollars doesn't make any sense. Unless they plan on sitting Burrow behind him, but I don't see that happening either, so I don't know. But, I mean, maybe they're going to just let him battle it out in camp and see who comes out on top, but... <laughs> <laughs> we know outside. It's just, I had to laugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't got an answer for that. I'm not saying any Dal- I'm not saying any Dalton was complete. The problem with Cincinnati, I'm not saying he gets 50% of the blame. I mean, to a certain extent, you lose your starting offense lineman three years ago. A.G. Green hasn't... A.G. Green was his number one option, but hasn't started all 16 games in three to four seasons. Yeah, you drafted John Ross. That didn't work out. He just couldn't develop as a receiver. Did good at the 40-yard dash in the combine, but that doesn't translate to the NFL. So how did you see this mantle of it? You got Joe Mixon, who's obviously wanting a holdout. He's a good running back, but while they're trying to rebuild, it's not that you shouldn't pay him a ton of money. So if A.J. Green's going to be your number one option, you better have full faith with Joe Burrow and that A.J. Green's going to start all 16 games. Because he's an all-pro receiver. I, I, I think he's good, and I mean there there was even rumors at the end of last year that he was he just didn't want to play for the Bengals, and that that's why he didn't play risk getting hurt when he's gonna have a new contract with a new team, which I thought was accurate and I thought was gonna happen. So when they tagged him, that was surprising. But I mean, eighteen million dollars, who wouldn't say yes to that, especially at his age at receiver? Yeah, well, it's one you know one year with injury history. I'm sure he was hoping to be getting something more guaranteed. Yeah, and uh. But he's got to prove it. I mean, he still could he could still get traded. But what are the, you know unless they are taking a wide receiver in the draft? It's this year's loaded with wide receivers, so there's Ooh. a lot of options there. And we we talked about Washington before, and Chase Young is gonna be who they pick. But Rivera had said some things, and I'm not 100 percent that they are confident. With Haskins, how can you be really? I mean, do you completely look at the how their system was last year? I mean, receivers, uh, defense, offensive line. I'm not saying that he is the guy for Washington. I mean, obviously, you can see on the other side of this, he only started 12 games in college. I, I get that 100%. I'm not saying he would have been good. But tell me, putting two or any other quarterback in that same system last year in 2019, they would have had more success. I, I don't believe that. I don't think there's any chance for any rookie to have success, but it's a new coach. They're kind of starting a fresh slate. And I honestly, every, everybody has Chase Young going there, but I would not be surprised if they took a quarterback at number two. But who would they, who would you think? Tua. It's been rumored that Tua or Chase Young at the second pick for the Washington. I mean, everybody's got Chase Young and that's probably what's going to happen. But if Rivera's coming in and he wants his guy, that, you know, may be the way to do it. So I don't, if they potentially drafted a quarterback, who's their backup? 
Who would be? I don't think they have a mentor. Cole McCoy's with the Giants now. As Alex Smith. He's not still, <laughs> no, there's no. I'm just saying they're still yeah. paying him. They're paying. They're him paying him, time. but he's not going to be. Yeah. Starting at all or playing at all next year. They don't have. I know this isn't, but this is so key, and it's not talked about. Every single. I know it's hard to do this, but every single guy that gets drafted or a young quarterback has to have that kind of mentor or that quarterback guy. And if it's Washington, it's Dan Snyder. We know what Dan Snyder does. He's one of the dumbest owners in the league besides the Knicks owner in the NBA. And Jerry Jones. <laughs> yep. I just, I'm not saying Ron Rivera won't succeed. I think Chase Young, I think, I know it's exciting to draft Chase Young just like it was for Saquon Barkley to be drafted by the Giants, but with so many other positions to address and you're trying to uh, rebuild, I know it's tempting. I mean, Chase, but Chase Young is the perfect piece to do that. With no offense line, no defense, he's going to solve half your problems on defense. Come on. No, but you need solid pieces all around, and Chase Young is a difference maker. I mean, he's somebody that'll be there. He'll be there for you know a long time and be an impact player. So that's out. the safest pick. Going with Tua and not no, Tua, addressing I'm, them. No, I'm not saying draft Tua at second. That would be dumb. But if they they obviously they're going to pick Chase Young, like we, we can both agree on that. Then that tells me maybe to a certain extent that their Haskins may be the guy, unless they draft Jake Fromm in the second round. It's been rumored that Jake Fromm his stock went up a little bit. So maybe they dropped him. Like, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But with the way these picks are surrounded in this draft, and then at least in the first round, the Redskins only have one pick. So they draft Chase Young, which I, they probably most likely will. They're either going to draft Jake Fromm in the second round, maybe a guy like Jacob Eason or whatever those other guys are, and or somehow think that Dwayne Haskins is the guy for the future, or at least for this season, and then go get Trevor Lawrence next year, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, so moving on. So we got Burrow at one, Chase at two, or Chase Young at two. Uh, I'm looking at CBS board here because I actually like it. I think it's pretty accurate, but it's got uh, Okuda at three to the Lions. So a little notes on him here. It says that signing Desmond Trufant to a two-year deal made it easier for the Lions to trade Darius Slay, but ultimately those two moves are a net downgrade for the secondary. So you bring in Okuda... That makes up for the loss of Trufant and, or no, I'm sorry, the loss of Slay. So you've got Trufant and Akuda back there, and that's pretty solid. I think it's great for them, but again, they've had guys in the past on defense be there. They haven't developed them. I understand for the defense, it's their job to, for them to develop themselves as players. But it's Matt Patricia, a head coach. You still have the same GM. I understand he's going to be a great guy, talented. Right, on the other side, do they draft a quarterback this year? Matthew Stafford's no. not happy. Stafford's, Stafford's a guy for a little bit longer. So At least for this year. At least this year, next he, year. He's officially tradable or whatever in 2021. So obviously this is another day. But, I mean, this is a great – I think it would be a great addition for their defense. They've struggled. I mean, yeah, they got Darius Slay. You get him. Then do they address more of the defense – the off or the offense in the next couple of rounds, or do they kind of do like a 50 50 type of thing in the draft? I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure either. It's just <laughs> the draft, it's the Lions, it's very unpredictable. So, uh, Simmons at four from Clemson to the Giants makes sense. I like it. Testing off the charts at the combine 4.39 in the 40 at 238 pounds. Sideline to sideline range and disruptive playmaking ability. He is. He's good. Ooh. And the Giants, uh, the Giants need that. 
So I think I like that pick for the Giants. For the Giants, who's on defense? I mean, you said a quarterback, you said a running back. Um, you know, they're they're not too far. Daniel Jones, I like him. Uh, he like we talked about some of the highlights he did last year. Obviously, wins and losses. It doesn't completely show some of the stuff that he did his rookie year. I mean, Gary Slayton, fifth round guy, had over eight hundred yards, five was between five eight touchdowns. Saquon Barkley, and what do you do with Evan Ingram? Because he's has developed. Jason Garrett's the offensive coordinator. But I do like Isaiah Simmons going to him. You franchise tagged uh, Lynn Williams. You also have a couple other guys on defense. So it'll be interesting to see next year. Yeah, so I think that's a good pick. So now here's where it starts to get a little uh, a little shaky. <laughs> yep. Good old Miami Dolphins. Tua, Herbert, McShay says love. <laughs> and that's $5,000 bet on it. Oh yeah, my Pfeiffer on a $5,000 bet for the JVV Foundation, so good cause. So, uh, But I'm going to have to agree with Kuiper on this one, and Love isn't going before Herbert. I just don't see that I, happening. I've been seeing this for a while. I think, um, yeah, uh, Her- Herbert, yeah, Herbert from my old guy. He goes to Miami. Yeah. Obviously, I know there's rumors and stories saying, oh, they've been doing research on them. Obviously, we know whoever they pick, which I believe would be Herbert, and hopefully I'm not going to bet on this because I may be wrong like I have been on a couple other things in the past. You don't want to bet $5,000? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not even a dollar. Not even a Starbucks gift card. But obviously, we know Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be there starting most of the games, mentors him, and then kind of let Herbert kind of get adjusted and be the starter in 2021. Some some boards have Tua going here. Which I... I like Tua. Don't, I do too. Don't, but don't get me wrong, but the hip is a question mark. It's supposed to be 100%, but it's a question mark. And we were talking about before, and you said good point. I mean, their, their line is horrible. And so you're going to put Tua back there. You're just, unless they put him in and they're actually planning on, on Fitz No Magic being the starter the entire year, because I see it, I think they're going to take Herbert. Fitzpatrick starts the first few games and then Herbert takes over. And I think that's the case no matter who they take, actually. Yeah. But if, if you're taking Tua, you might want to let him sit. <clears throat> if I was Tua, I'd be praying that they take Justin Herbert. I don't want to go to the Dolphins. Exactly. Like, so, and same way, other way around. Herbert's like, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't want, I mean, obviously for Herbert's career, I don't want him going to Miami because it's <clears throat> Miami. Same ownership, same GM. They had it. Didn't they have a staff member years ago that got caught on video doing something that wasn't very appropriate? Well, yes. I'm not going to say what, but yeah. So we'll have to find out. Defensive minded head coach would be interesting to see what they do with that fifth overall pick. Yeah, I think it's going to be Herbert. I do too. Shea says love. Some others have it too, but so that's where it starts. The first four are pretty darn set. Not much is going to change there. I don't think. So, so depending on what Miami does at five is, you know, kind of just a ripple effect for the rest of the teams. Mm-hmm. This year on CBS again is what I'm looking at because I agree with it. Uh, they got Chargers taking two at six. And it's going to be a similar situation in Miami. I'll see. <coughs> Bless you. But uh, he's going to be the, the starter. I know I would rather want a different veteran quarterback with better experience. But, again, it's what it is. It's cheap. It'd be interesting to see because – Obviously, Tyron Taylor's not the guy. No kidding, Sherlock. Even a two-year-old could tell you that. He came out and said he's going to prove people wrong. But, what's of course, what's he going to say? Come out I mean, and be like, yeah, I'm going to suck? I'm not saying so, that he's going to say that. And he's not horrible. 
it's he's not horrible, but he's, he's definitely he's at his ceiling and he's not that good. He's good, but he's not great. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting too. Uh, obviously, he'll start most of the games, like we've already said, because there's no offensive line they trade their main offensive lineman to. Like I forgot what team they trade them to. Oh, two goes there. It'd be interesting. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen would be interesting next year. Senior Tyler, have you ever heard the name Easton Sticks? <laughs> no, I am not. Okay, because he is the other quarterback on the Chargers roster. Isn't he like a six-round? I can't even remember. It probably is because it's a weird name. But so, of course, Taylor is going to be the starter, and then if they take Tua, if it's game one or not, it's just a matter of time before Tua takes over there. So, just, or whoever else comes in, honestly. It's the same thing with Tyrod Taylor going to the Browns when he was traded from the Bills. Started a couple games, he struggled, of course, and then. The guy, rookie guy, comes in. It'll be interesting to see Tua. I mean, I'm not. He could make throws. He has the intangibles. Doesn't have the off the field issues. Again, that hip. If he didn't have the hip, I know we keep talking about ifs, but if he didn't have the hip injury, I think he would be the second. He would be one of one of the best quarterbacks coming out of the draft. But yeah, it doesn't matter. It's if it's not going to happen. But he has the intangibles. He has the maturity, and seems like he wants to be coachable. I mean, Anthony Lynn. I'm not sold on him as a head coach, but we'll just have to see what happens next year. So, Carolina Panthers, Derek Brown at Auburn, defensive lineman, not a you know not a flashy pick, but they don't. Again, like we just said with the Giants, I mean Panthers are set at quarterback, they're set at running back. These kind of picks are the ones that aren't fancy but are solid and picks that you need to make. It's what you build your team around, you know, in the trenches, as they say. And so I like it. With Keekly gone and Dante Poe to the Cowboys, they're, they have to revamp the defense somehow. Obviously, it's not just, just doesn't happen like that, but they need to, and I think it's a good pick. It'll be interesting. Obviously, a side note, Christian McCaffrey getting paid. I don't know what you think about that. What do you think? No, I think he, he deserves it, yeah. but history shows teams that overpay the running back position do not win Super Bowls. Okay, just a side note. But, but I mean, he's, he's in every in every aspect, in running, in catching. I mean, he's... Triple threat. You know, triple threat. And... Never had an injury problem at all, and so he deserved it. I like it. Cardinals now. Cardinals again. Set a QB. Just got freaking Hopkins in there to put up with Boy. with Fitzgerald. Can so, Drake do dual third ability too? Yeah, Drake is doing good. So there. So this uh, here it has him taking uh, Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Again, it's where you know you've got to you got to bring in protect. Protect Murray, and these are these are solid picks that can really be difference makers that aren't flashy. So they get so many offensive offensive fire power weapons. And for example, the Cleveland Browns last year, you can have all the offensive fire weapons. They're going to be good next year, but them drafting the offensive linemen and slowly but surely drafting other offensive linemen, we are going to see the full the full potential of the Cardinals. They're going to be they're going to light it up next year. Current Kyle is going to be more mobile, but again, it won't matter if they don't draft offensive linemen. And I think that's a good pick. Be interesting to see. Yeah. And you look at the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals, dude. That's a stacked division, man. And the, the Rams... Rams are missing the playoffs. The Rams going in the basement, man. Wait, they have 40 plus million in dead cap the next two seasons. Pretty much almost 21 per year this year. And then Which we all saw that coming two years ago. And I didn't because I didn't obviously know a lot of football or really deep watching into this. I didn't understand. But looking back at it now, it makes perfect sense. Jared Goff willing to reconstruct his contract. Is that going to help them? No. Yeah. They're, 
So I'd have to put the Cardinals ahead of the Rams. Right I, I agree so, on that. I think they're, it's going to be a tight spot for the second uh, standing in their division. And Jacksonville Jaguars. That's where Kenlaw goes. There's been a lot of – he's a lot further down on some people's board, but I think he's a freak, man, and he is going to be really good. I like him. Another, another board had him going to the Niners at 13. I wouldn't be mad. We need, uh, we'll get to the Niners. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not going yeah, to get, get off, pulled off on according that. According to the CBS mock draft, they have uh, CD Lamb going to the Jets. And then they have the Raiders getting a quarterback. Come on. Really? Jordan Love going to the Raiders on the CBS mock draft board? Come on. Really? You sign Marcus Mariota, and if he fulfills his deal, it's 30 almost $40 million. Derek Carr has $20-plus million, and then you get it. I, I find that ridiculous. Yeah. Everywhere. So Kinlaw to Jaguars, I like it. And mm-hmm. again, I like him. I like him a lot. I think he's gonna be great. So that's a good pick in my opinion. Cleveland Browns, offensive tackle. They need it. Exactly. Uh Jack Conklin and Joe I I said bottom t- I can't always pronounce his name wrong. It's bottom t- I can't pronounce it right. But they got two offensive linemen drafting another one is perfect. Is Odell not happy there? We'll find out. Yeah, and so I mean, you you know you got to give you got to give Mayfield time. You've got Landry and OBJ out there for now. See if he stays or not. Wouldn't surprise me if he gets moved. But um, because they look at what they did the year before without him, and they actually had a better season. So they may be thinking they don't need him. But you get bring in a tackle, give Mayfield some more time. They've got the pieces there, so I think ultimately they'll keep OBJ and make it work. But uh, shall see. Uh, New York Jets, Becton out of Louisville, offensive tackle. Again, these are all moves that people, they want different names. They want the flashy guys, but these are where it's built. The Niners spent years of sucking and using those using those picks on offensive linemen and defensive linemen, and look where they're at. You know, you've, you've got, you've got to get, you've got to take these players and you've got to build that. And so um, I like it. Good pick. So now the the top three wide receivers, you've got – there's three above everybody else. Some people say four, but you've got – in my opinion, it goes Judy, Lamb, Ruggs. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Out of USC. I kind of blanked on him too. So – but I, I think – Judy Lamb rugs are the top three, and it'll come to me at a USC as the as a little you know drop off to four, and then there's quite a few after that that are going to be taken that are going to be day one starters that are going to be taken in the second round this year. But uh, CBS has the Raiders taking Lamb, which I think Judy will go before Lamb. The Niners are picking next, so I'd be okay if the Raiders take Lamb. And Judy falls in the Niners, but either way, uh, it's you can't go wrong with Judy Lamb or Ruggs, really. All of them are... Who would you pick? i take Judy. All right. I do agree with that one, of course. Let's give me... So, and then with Judy, or with Lamb going to the Raiders, they got Judy going to the 49ers, and I would be thrilled with that. I can't see, and even if 
we take a wide receiver here. And nothing they do would surprise me. You know, another board had Kinlaw dropping us. I wouldn't be mad at that. But they better have a freaking plan at wide receiver. Because <laughs> last year, without San, before Sanders got there, it was rough, man. It was rough. And he came in, and as I've already said here, I don't want to repeat myself from previous shows, but once Sanders came in, it opened up Debo to do his thing. Before Sanders was there, everybody was on Debo. And so Jalen Hurd out of Baylor, they got him last year. He looked great in the preseason. It's preseason. Hurd is back. He's supposed to be 100%. It's a back issue. That's always scary. They've got Taylor coming off IR that didn't play last year. But he's always been hurt. You've got Kendrick Bourne back officially now. So he's a solid number three, <laughs> number four. Yeah. I mean, he's nothing special. He can, he's been around a few years. He kind of is what he is. He's going to drop some balls. The second half of last season, the last quarter of last season in the playoffs, he didn't. He really cleaned that issue up a lot. I think he had one drop in the, in the playoffs. But... He cleaned it up a lot. He made some really nice catches, good plays, run a good route. So I like Bourne, but he's not going to draw a lot of attention. And you bring in Judy, you're still having a rookie and a second-year player as your one and two. So that's a little, little concerning. I'd like to have some veteran presence there. But you put Judy up on one side, Debo on the other. You've got Kittle. If Hurd actually comes back, Hurd can play tight end. He's a big guy. He can play tight end or wide receiver. So they're, I'd be all right with that. But if they if they don't take a wide receiver, they better have something planned. That's all I got to say. Ooh. So I would be thrilled if Judy drops. But I'd also be very happy with, with Lamb. So 14, Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle out of Georgia to the Bucks. They're going to take an offensive tackle. They need to. Guaranteed. They didn't bring Tom Brady in to let him get lit up. Exactly. And with him only been there two or three years, you're also going to have another quarterback after that. So it's building for the future, not just for Tom Brady. But it's smart. And I know there's a trade. I'm just going to address this rumor. I think it's stupid. Somebody's saying that potential OJ Howard gets traded. Not going to happen. But I think they have no. that offensive lineman is going to be smart. It frees up. The uh, Tom Brady to throw to his offense was, but this gives him more time to throw down the field. We know what Mike Evans does, OJ Howard, Cameron Bray, Chris Godwin. I mean, all those guys. It's gonna be interesting next season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really. Come on, NFL! Ah! I can't wait, but man, that's gonna be. I mean, I'm actually looking forward to watching the Bucks. I never thought I would say that either. (laughs) Usually, uh, usually all the Bucks games are on uh, Comedy Central, but oh, sorry, I said out loud. (laughs) But, uh, you know, old Tom Brady will do that for a team. So, yeah, they're taking a tackle. Uh, at that point, you know, best available. If it's Andrew Thomas, that's their pick. Good. Your Denver Broncos. Jerry Judy. And a receiver for CB. I, he I ain't going to be – he's not going to be there at 15. Probably not. I mean, look at past Alabama receivers have had success in the NFL. So, they're – I mean, obviously, we do need a second receiver. It's Corden's son. I can't pronounce his name right. They need. We need a second receiver to pair up with him. Now, who's ever there at the 15th overall pick is another question. I know we got, was it uh, Noah Fant? We got Philip Lindsay all the, and Melvin Gordon, who I don't like. But those are dual third guys. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't address the other second receiving option. I don't know who's going to be there at 15th, but he, I don't think he'll be there at 15th. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. 
This has uh, this has it hasn't taken rugs, which is the top three receivers in the draft. So if it goes according to this, which is Lamb and Judy are off the board, rugs is there. You're taking a wide receiver. That's obviously who it's going to be. So, and I mean Cortland Sutton, I like him, man. Mm-hmm. And he had a good year last year. And you put you put rugs on the other side of Sutton. That's no offense, and then the dual threat running backs. I mean, I don't like Melvin Gordon, but he's a dual threat guy. I don't like him, but point is those guys together. You can keep laughing like, oh, don't you dare! I that it still makes me. You were so excited when you guys got Melvin Gordon. Can't you know what? This is an April Fool's year, dude. Don't even <clears throat> try that bull jazz. But I, I may not like him, which I don't, and I never will as running back. But those are two dual threat guys. Colin Sun, whoever they get it. At Sacramento at receiver at number fifteen in the Noah fan. They're good at that part, but they still need an offensive line. They, I think they trade the right tackle to the Jets or something. So they still need an offensive line. But I like that pick potentially, but we'll see what happens. Sixteen Falcons, Chison, the uh, edge guy out of LSU. That's a that's a good pick. They need that. Uh, Big Beasley gone. Desmond Trufant gone. All these other guys are gone. They need to revamp their defense. Injuries, consistent injuries, have been the problem for the Falcons the past couple of years. It's not. That was Goodell. I'll call you back. But yeah, I think it's really interesting there. Um, whew. Well, there. So, Jason had. 2018 torn ACL, missed nearly all of the season. Came back last year, came on late, had four and a half sacks in the final four games, and he led LSU in sacks, tackles, tackles for loss, and quarterback hurries in 2019. So he came back solid. Cowboys, CJ Henderson, cornerback. Well, they're going to have to. They yeah. let, uh, what's his name, walk in for agency to the Dolphins. So they have, I mean, they have to. I mean, you got, was it a woozy? I don't know how to pronounce his name. You got him, corner. You got Sean Lee comeback, who is just awful. He can't stay healthy to save his life. You got guys at deep tackle, and then uh, DeMarcus Lawrence. So I think it's a good pick. Yeah, it's it's what they need. It's a good fit, so that's, that's a good pick for them. Dolphins. Josh Jones, offensive tackle. You're taking a quarterback. Yes! You need to build that offensive line. You obviously, they don't address it in the first two rounds. I will personally drive out to Miami when this quarantine is done and slap the owner in the face. I don't care. The like, are you... I know it's obvious that... Well, I don't know. If, I wouldn't say it's obvious because it's Miami. It's the GM and the owner. But if they don't draft an offensive lineman in the first two rounds, I'm going well, I'm going to Twitter because it's like, this is stupidity 101. They sh- they could just use the rest of their picks on offensive line and take the- keep the best oh, ones that work out <laughs> because that they they need it. Their rookie quarterback is going to need it. So that point, you're at 18, best offensive tackle on the board. You take them. That's their pick. Raiders, the Raiders. Christian Fulton, another cornerback. A lot of cornerbacks going in the first round here. They need a corner, though. You got Jonathan Amper coming back, who'll be healthy. You got Max Crosby, who had 10 sacks last year. Maybe LaMarcus Jordan plays a little bit better. Of course, you got other guys on defense and free agency. I can't remember their names, but they got a solid defense. A corner is definitely the biggest important. The rest of the offensive line. 
obviously I don't know if you got uh, what's his name coming back next year at on the offensive lineman. You got Rodney Hudson. Maybe Richard Incognito comes back. They can dress the offensive line in the second round. The corner is great because I don't know who they have at corner. They need that depth. Any team does. Yes. Next pick. Guess what? Corner. Trevin Diggs to the Jaguars. Not Diggs to the Vikings. <laughs> As we were talking about earlier. Some one of the uh, McShay has the Vikings taking Diggs. Trevin Diggs is Stefan Diggs' little brother. That would not be oh. a good pick. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be asking for drama. So, I disagree, McShay. He's not going to the Vikings. And besides, he probably won't be there. And this has the Jaguars taking him at 20. Philadelphia Eagles, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, LSU. Yes. Pittman. Out of USC. That's who I was trying to think of earlier. I would take Pittman over Jefferson. Is Jefferson good? Yes. Is Pittman better? Yes. So there you go. They need a receiver. And Austin Jeffrey and Carson Wentz haven't started all 16-game season in ever. So they obviously need a receiver. Who have, what's his name? Uh, he had a second or third string guy that couldn't catch balls to save his life. He was awful. Your main receiving option was a tight end. Zach Ertz was great, so I think it's a good pick, but we'll see who they pick. I mean, last year, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, and Nelson Aguilar, they missed 24 combined games, and Aguilar is now a Raider. So and Deshaun Jackson's 33 years old, yeah. so well, I'm not sure if he's going to be 100%. So they need to draft a receiver. Alshon Jeffrey, they paid him for 2020. So, obviously, he's not going to be shocked because who's going to take that alpha contract and him as a receiver or receiver? They have to draft a receiver, so I think it's a good choice. Yeah, and I mean, looking at Jefferson's numbers, though, I mean, he ran a 4 4 3 at the 40, or at the combine on the 40. He had 111 catches for 1,540 yards and 18 touchdowns last year. That's pretty dang solid, man. And they need that. They haven't had a decent receiver since a young Deshaun Jackson before he was traded to Washington. Yeah. They need that. And, of course, we don't know who they got back up running back, so we'll just see. That's so Minnesota Vikings pick here via Buffalo. Austin Jackson, offensive tackle, USC. They need it. You're committed to Kirk Cousins for the next three years. I think it's important to protect him. Not saying they're going to succeed, but... Yes, but they also lost three cornerbacks. Exactly. I'm not saying that that's the best fit, that's the best pick for that choice, but you need offensive line, but you also, like you said, I think corner is especially important, if not more important, and I know that sounds crazy, but like you said, and what we're both saying, Troy Ways, free agency, I can't remember the other guy, Xavier Rhodes had the Alex, worst year. Alexander. Alexander. Xavier Rhodes had the worst year for a corner in the NFL. In every category you think of, he was dead last. He's gone. Hasn't been signed yet. So yeah, they need a corner. I'd say depending on how those other top, you know, there's maybe top four or five corners that were taken before him. What they do here depends on what happens before them and who's available. They probably got, you know, a corner or two on their list. If they're there, they'll take them. If not, they'll move to offensive tackle. But I think they should be taking a corner there. Patriots, 23. Epinesa, edge out of Iowa. They need it. No comment on that, really. No, right. Not positive, not negative. To be honest, I don't know much about that 
particular player there. So moving on. <laughs> 24, Saints. Patrick Queen, linebacker, LSU. I like it. They need it. And uh, they need defense. I mean, they got And then Klein, uh, their guy, Klein, signed a three-year deal with the Bills. So they lost him. Um, so that's a position of need. Queen is Queen's good. Good fit. I like it. Minnesota Vikings again at 25. That's Rupster. And here they got Jeff Gladney, cornerback, TCU. So there's their cornerback. They've got those two picks that close together. Those picks will be offensive tackle and cornerback. Or cornerback and offensive tackle. Right. That's going I, to be... I have no reason to disagree with that anyway. The interesting for Minnesota. See how the corners play when they draft them. And how Kirk Cousins plays next year. He'll have a great regular season. <laughs> Not as good as last year, though. They've they've lost they lost a lot of pieces this offseason. A lot and of Dalvin pieces. Cook wants to get paid too, so. And that McCaffrey deal is going. It, to it's going to uh, it it does that for every running back. This guy gets paid this much. He's going to get paid this much. I agree, he should get paid, but this is his first year where he actually started and played well. Yeah, McCaffrey's so, on McCaffrey another did level. McCaffrey did it for three years. Yeah, Derek Henry's done it for two or three years. So I think it's a different story. He's only done it for one year. Injuries is a concern. So, done it for one year. We'll see how it goes. I mean, that don't, it's going to suck, but they're probably either they're going to cave in or he. I hope he doesn't do a Melvin Gordon or he reconstruct his contract or just play out his rookie deal because I believe he's the first round pick, but I may be wrong on that. Miami Dolphins, Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama. Yes, you also need offensive linemen. <laughs> Even if you've already <laughs> taken one, you still need more. So, I mean, they did good at defense and free agency. I think more of the offense, to a certain extent, needs to be addressed in this year's draft. Especially two first-round draft picks and a couple and like other what 14, 15 picks total. So obviously, they not may not be able to perfectly address every position with those 15, 14, 15 picks, but they got a lot of picks. Yeah. So they'll be able to hit up a lot, and I mean. You know, great players can be found in the later rounds if you know what you're doing. So Look at Russell Wilson. Look at the history of the and, Legion of Boom. Fourth round picks. You know. And Kittle, was he a fourth round pick, I think? Baltimore Ravens. Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. We're getting down here to where I watch college football, not as much as I do the NFL, and a lot of these guys I can't give a lot of information on. It's not like I've sat and studied their tape. Um, you know, I've seen him play but not the full season, just on games that I'm watching, so I can't really give too strong of an opinion either way. But um, They're good at linebacker. I mean, I, you need to focus a little bit more to a certain extent on offensive linemen. Marshawn Yonde retired. Lamar Jackson's a running back quarterback. They need guys, offensive linemen, to protect him. Because running back quarterbacks are more able to get hit, more able to get injured, like a Cam Newton. So, I mean, they did it's lose, a good They pick, did lose Mosley, though. They did lose Mosley, of course, but... I mean, they got only one pick in the first round. So what do you think? Should it be the linebacker position or the offensive lineman they should address? Well, see, Mosley was free agency last offseason, and then they've lost uh, Josh Bynes and, what is it, on on Wazer? Is that how you say his name? I think so, yeah. This year. So they need, they need you know, they need, to, they need to fill that linebacker spot. So Titans, Gross Matos, edge out of Penn State. 
I mean, I don't disagree with that because they had 20-plus outcoming free agents. You got a guy at corner. I know it's a different position, but still a defensive player who he still hasn't been signed. Malcolm Butler's gone. Logan Ryan needs to be re-signed. Logan Ryan potentially goes to the Jets. So I think it's good, but they still need just the offensive line sooner or later because Jack Conklin's with the Browns now, and he was a star tackle for y'all. So Gross Matos had 34 and a half sacks over the last two seasons. So, <clears throat> so yeah. Gosh, dude. He... 34 and a half. I love it. It's an average of 17 and, and a half quarter. Sa- Dang, man. Dang. And that's the thing is consistency. They need that linebacker. Especially Tennessee. Okay, Green Bay Packers. Mims, wide receiver from Baylor. What's the guy's, I can't think of the guy's name, that came on the end of last year for the Packers, wide receiver? It was a, not Vontaze Sterling, it was something Sterling, I have to look it up. No, no. Um, you talking about what position? Wide receiver. He came on at the end of last year. He came in, somebody got hurt. Jermon Allison? No, but dang it. Sorry. Um, is it Lorenz? There's Montez Bell, Stanton, there's Darish. Shepard, dang it. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. I know who you're talking about, but it's like brain far out of nowhere. It's like I had a bunch of... Um, but the, that wide receiver came on the end of last year, and he had he came in, somebody got hurt in the game I was watching, and Rodgers threw like a 60-yard bomb to him down the sideline, and he caught it, and then he was in every game after that. He hadn't even played in all the games prior to that, and he was coming on to be one of the guys to be considered, so... Looking at everybody else they have, looking at him, I, I think it was Lorenz. Picture Lorenz. So, I don't know about wide receiver here. If they really like Mims, then why not? No, but I wouldn't think that that's a key position of need for him. I mean, I wouldn't. You get Devontae Adams, and you got plenty of good backups. I'm, I, mean, I don't think that they should address their receiver position. Obviously, they got a lot of. One's on defense. They also lost Blake Martinez. I was at Blake Martinez, I think, in free agency. So I'm not saying you're just a linebacker position. There's a couple other positions to address. I'm not saying tight end in the first two rounds, but you lost Jimmy Graham, which isn't much of a loss at all. So, I mean, what do you do there? Can uh, the running back be that solid number one option next year? How many more years does Aaron Rodgers have? So. And I mean, they signed Funches to a one year deal, but that's not. That's not going to do it. I, yeah. I, he's had so, I mean, but you, You've got. You've got Devontae Adams, pretty sure his name is Lawrence, came on the end of last year, and he, I liked Alan him. Lazar? There's Devontae Adams, Devin Funches, well, for agency this year. Alan Lazard, Jake Kamara. Lazard. Lazard. So he, he did near the end of the year. He did he play well. Yeah. So they don't necessarily need a receiver. He's only 24 years old. He's not going to be 25 till December, so he's young. I wouldn't necessarily get that. You got another guy at backup, or maybe a second option. So they're good at receiver. Um, their running back is somewhat of a dual threat option. I think a little bit on defense, offense line would be good, especially yeah, if Rodgers has a couple years left. I don't think you use your first round pick no. on a wide receiver when it's not a glaring need. Okay, back to the 49ers at 31. Got AJ Terrell, cornerback out of Clemson. I mean, Sherman may have another year, maybe. But and that's what they're. Looking to groom behind him. So, yeah, and Sherman's free agent after this season. He's 32. Uh, 
Witherspoon, I like. Um, so there's a need there. We take, you know, spend, let him play some this year, fight out for some time, and then fill in for Sherman next year. So I'm good with that. Definitely need that. Um, we do need offensive line, though, and we don't have – if we don't trade, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we trade one of these first-round picks to drop back for a couple of seconds or something because we don't have very many picks this year. Offensive line needs to get addressed. Um, cornerback needs to get addressed, addressed, and obviously wide receiver. So, And then to round out the first round, last pick, Kansas City Chiefs, Cesar Ruiz, unsigned linebacker, Michigan. Yes. Especially now with the – they have the least amount of cap space in the NFL. With Chris Jones needing to somehow be re-signed. Travis Kelsey he made a good new contract a couple years. Him be on the rookie contract for the next 45 years. He's obviously could be a good fit, but also financially it's perfect for them while they're struggling financially to somehow pay Mahomes and somehow pay Chris Jones and some other guys in the next couple of years in free agency. I think it's a good idea all around. Yeah. I like it. Run through the second round here real quick. We need to get into him. Just tell you. See T. Higgins, Cincinnati Bengals. Higgins, wide receiver out of Clemson. Um, Detroit Lions, Ross Bladlock out of TCU. Giants, offensive tackle. Wilson out of Georgia. Chargers, running back. Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Panthers, cornerback. Jalen Johnson out of Utah. Dolphins. Swift, now that's, they got Swift from Georgia running back going to the Dolphins here at 39. Well, I mean, this, Swift, yeah. is, Swift is going to be good. I think it'd be interesting because obviously Jordan Howard is not a long-term solution. They signed a small two-year deal, so that's interesting. I yeah. think that'd be a good move. Yeah, I actually like that. Let's see, Texans, Marlon Davidson, Auburn, Cleveland Browns, linebackers, Zach Ball in Wisconsin, Jaguars, Chenault, wide receiver out of Colorado. Bears, Arnett, cornerback out of Ohio State. Colts, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver. Now, Ayuk is not getting talked about, about a lot here. I really like Ayuk. He's, he is good. And they got him going at 44. He's going to be taken in the second round. And the Colts, that's a good spot. I think that's a good pick. That's going to be a good pick for whoever takes him. Exactly. I really like Ayuk. That's going to be a heck of a player to grab in the middle of the second round. Dang. Bucks, J.K. Dobbins running back out of Ohio State. They need that because they they selected a running back a couple years before and he didn't work out. So it's a good pick. For yeah, no, Dobbins is going to be good too. Denver Broncos, Cleveland offensive tackle out of Boise State. Cleveland, actually, I do know a little bit about, and that's a good, that's a good pick. Finally, the, you need to balance up slimy. Please, John Elway, you made a mistake or not. You did a dumb signing with Gordon. Please get offensive linemen. Please. <laughs> Falcons. Uh, not going to attempt it. His first name is Noah. <laughs> what position is he? Cornerback out of Auburn. They need a corner. Desmond Trifon's gone. Obviously, Igbenogini. You just pronounced it better than I did. We're going to go with that. <laughs> New York Jets. Jalen Rigger, wide receiver out of TCU. Steelers, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back at LSU. Bears, Chan, safety, Southern Illinois. Cowboys, Duger, safety, Lenore Ryan. Rams, first time we've mentioned the Rams. 
Boy, yeah, because remember the, all those trading picks for guys two years ago. Who do they who do they have him picking? Cushionberry, uh, inside offensive lineman, LSU. He's obviously needed. Andrew Whitworth's getting older. He may play. They signed him for three years, but again, he may not play that three year contract. Yeah. Eagles, Winfield Jr., safety, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Bills, Lewis, Edge out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. I agree. Good one. Yeah. They still need to address the offensive line, though. They got a great team overall, but offensive line for the Bills is key. So here they got number 55, Pittman, wide receiver, USC to the Baltimore Ravens. I thought about hmm. I don't know how to feel about that one. I mean, obviously, we know they're going to pick a receiver in the first two rounds. I thought maybe in the first round, but offensive lineman needs to also be keeping a good season. This has, I don't know about Ayuk before Pittman, but both of those guys, there's really not one over the other. That can be, I mean, you can't, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those guys, and I really like both of them. So you got Ayuk or uh, Pittman Jr. at 55, and then. Drop down to 58, and it has the Vikings taking Hamler, wide receiver out of Penn State. That's where it starts to drop off drop off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You've got Lamb, Judy, Ruggs, Ayuk, Pittman, and then starts to take a little bit of a drop. Those top five are, I think it's the top three, and then the top five, and then everybody else. <laughs> Jeff's going to be interesting. I just, ah, come on. I don't want Working overnight now, it's like, that's the only thing that's going to keep busy at work next Saturday is watching the draft. Yeah. But yeah, I even like, I like watching the late rounds too, man. Those were some of those guys like Kittle and other players that you don't expect to get taken and teams that actually did their research. You know, it pays off, man. I mean, Big Carl did it. Uh, Bet Belichick did it. So many other guys did it. In small other news, obviously, uh, Browns resigned Korean Hunt to that one that uh one year tender. Obviously, nobody was going to pick him up. I mean, obviously, legal troubles got put over for weed in an open bottle of liquor in the car. So I don't know what's up with him. He didn't show up last year. So I mean, I didn't even know what happened to him last year. I he, even he, asked you. I was like, "Remember Hunt? He was he, supposed he, to be playing after six games. Where is he? Not even a hundred attempt, like a couple like." 40, 50 attempts around that for like 148 yards and a touchdown or two. So he clearly couldn't get adapted. He still has off-the-field issues. I mean, unless they're stuck there I mean, financially, he, why He was them? doing so good until that first issue happened, which, in my opinion, wasn't he didn't kick the freaking girl. He kind of pushed her with his leg. Should you do that? No. Should your career get destroyed over that? No. She... Shouldn't have been there in the first place. She was instigating some stuff. And so I didn't really have a big opinion on that one. I thought it was ridiculous that he was taking so much heat over it. Video, did you watch the video? All the headlines said he kicked her in the head or whatever. No, he kind of like pushed her in the back. She shouldn't have been there. She was putting herself in a bad position. He put herself in a bad position. So anyways. I agree with that, but then he continues to make it worse. Yeah, so that's when when you've already got – when you've got that label, even if it's falsely – tied to you then you've got to be extra squeaky clean and then say do other stupid crap just doesn't make any sense and you're bringing on yourself at that point so um i'm kind of rooting for the guy i think it'd be interesting but he's not going to be the if he would have just missed the rest of that season the first six games with the browns he would have been okay but don't 
<laughs> have open bottle liquor in the car. Yes. I mean, I don't, obviously, I think we shouldn't be illegal in the first place, but still. Well, I mean, even you, if you, you can't be driving under the influence. No, I, no, I agree. So. Even though it's, I shouldn't be illegal. It's, it's a rule that's set in place. Even if you disagree with it, it's a rule. Yeah. So, um, but of course, Jamal Adams and the Jets. How do you think of Jamal Adams as a safety as a player? I think he's great. Yeah, I like it. Uh, he's Jets aren't too far off. What? But are you smoking? It's like you always they all. It always seems to. Last year, the Jets were your playoff years. I said potential dark horse playoff team based on the moves that they would make. But of course, me not thinking logically. Darnold can keep his lips off of whoever. Uh, to say what are you? What are you doing? Stay off the internet, bro. But um, I just obviously I didn't. I don't know how I didn't think about this. But duh, you take off a year being hit by three hundred plus pound offensive or defensive lineman, it's gonna get destroyed. Obviously, Jamatans is a great safety. He's a first round pick. So do they have him play out his last two years of his contract? Because if he holds out into the season. Ask Melvin Gordon. I just lay me on that how that works. I think he's great. I don't think he'll get traded, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that because he wants a new contract, but still has two years left in his rookie contract. But he's played an all-pro, pro bowl cut for like a level. Yeah. No, I like him. Well, we are almost here. It's not Thursday yet. Five days away till we actually get to see something live that involves sports. Please, thank you, NFL, for saving this my off season. Even without this mess going on, I'm excited about the draft. So uh, it's going to be a little extra interesting this year just to see how it all works out. Hopefully everything goes smoothly and it doesn't. Like I said, that's the main thing. I don't want to, I don't want to t- any team to get screwed and be like, we were going to take this guy and then our system didn't work or something. And, you know, just okay. so hopefully it all goes smoothly. Uh, WNBA draft was last night. Not that I care. <laughs> I mean, I just, but it, it kind of it a, doesn't interest me, but a little bit of a, a test run. I'm sure how they did it, you know, could, I'm sure the NFL was watching it. Um, so saw the first overall pick. She, it was her and seven other people. I guarantee you the NFL has told all these players do not have a I group mean, of 10. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be a good look. Um, Hopefully this mess is over soon. Texas is the first state that's starting to open up non-essential businesses next week. Um, other states need to follow suit, and this whole thing is ridiculous and blown out of proportion. And I'm not going to get into all yeah. the theories that I have about it, but it's not what they're telling you it is. I can guarantee you that. So wash your hands. Stay safe. Don't pick your nose, please. You've got a compromised immune system. Stay inside. Other than that. Go do what you want to do. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And Sam Darnold, don't get mono again. Yes. From every Jets fan. Please. We will come to you after the draft, see how it worked out, see what picks we agree with, which ones we don't agree with, where Tua ended up. I think that's one of the most interesting uh, spots in it. How those top three wide wide receiver positions go, what the Bucks do to bring in for Brady. It's going to be offensive tackle. Mm -hmm. Um... So yeah, it's going to be fun. Stay safe. Take care. See you next time.